It's time for a reality check. It's time for a dose of the facts. This is the John Muir Show. Good morning, John Muir Show. It is 9.06 a.m. on Friday morning. And in recent times, there have been various notable challenges to the rule of law here in the United States. Following the senseless May 25th death of 46-year-old George Floyd at the hands of four Minneapolis police officers, various individuals in this country have engaged in criminalistic riots, which have included various acts of assault, vandalism, burglary, and arson. It's made many U.S. cities far less safe for law-abiding Americans of all walks of life. If there was ever a time where competent, law-abiding police officers were needed, it's now. Not surprisingly, many who are engaging in the aforementioned criminal activity are also calling for the complete and radical defunding of this nation's police departments. These criminals understand that no police means that they can continue with their lawlessness unimpeded. And in the name of political expediency, various Democrat politicians are endorsing this radical idea uh, out of fear of telling their perceived voters that they cannot have something that they want. As a result, in recent weeks, various municipal-level Democrat officials have tied the hands of their police departments, making them watch as criminals take over their cities, as law-abiding Americans suffer, as they themselves, the police officers, get physically assaulted with various projectiles. And these various Democrat quote-unquote leaders have also moved forward with efforts to dismantle these police departments. In places like New York, Los Angeles, Milwaukee, the leftist councils in those cities are moving ahead with plans to massively cut police funding. In Minneapolis, it's full steam ahead with an entire defunding of the police department. Not surprisingly, officers in many of these cities have taken notice of what's happening. Larger than usual numbers of officer resignations have recently come in in places like Buffalo, Minneapolis, Atlanta. Also in Atlanta, there have been unusually large numbers of officer call-ins over the past couple of days. That in response to one of their colleagues being fired and criminally charged even though he appropriately handled a difficult call last weekend. In New York City, 
Reports indicate that a large number of officers are considering calling in on the 4th of July, noting that various elected Democrat officials have been quick to side with criminals over good cops. In Milwaukee's public school system, no officer call-ins will be needed. Uh, That's because the school board is actively cutting ties with all school resource officers in the district. Uh, And a similar happening is taking place in Minneapolis, Denver, Oakland, Portland, and other major U.S. cities. In Milwaukee, the school district is also getting rid of metal detectors, calling it, quote, criminalizing equipment, end quote. Uh, Of course, a piece of equipment cannot be bigoted. (laughs) Rather, it can only objectively point out if someone is bringing in an object that is not allowed in our schools. Uh, The only individuals that it would identify as criminals are, are the ones who are breaking the rules. And look, while there are bad officers in the law enforcement field, there certainly are bad officers in the law enforcement field. Uh, we, We just saw a prime example of that a few weeks ago in Minneapolis in the George Floyd case. While there are bad officers in the law enforcement field, there are also many good officers in the law enforcement field. Uh, who work to keep our communities safe on a daily basis. While the bad officers must be removed from their positions uh, and criminally prosecuted when applicable, the good officers need to be supported and allowed to do their jobs. If we do end up with entire jurisdictions without police as it seems will soon be the case in at least some places law-abiding folks who are currently open to the idea of defunding the police uh, will soon see what a terrible idea that actually is Uh, they'll realize it when they have to experience life without police Uh, Because without good police officers doing their jobs properly, all lawful Americans, regardless their skin color, regardless their political affiliation, will be at a heightened risk. Now, the defund the police effort has not been the only recent challenge to the rule of law in the United States. A massive threat to the rule of law has also come from this nation's highest court, the Supreme Court of the United States. Yesterday, disgraceful Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, John Roberts, sided with the court's four openly leftist activists to reject the Trump administration's challenge to the Obama-era program known as DACA. 
The majority in that case did not provide a legitimate legal defense for its decision, uh, simply because there is no legitimate legal defense for that decision. Uh, Rather, those five justices were engaging in emotion-based political activism, something that cannot be tolerated on any of this nation's courts. At the end of the day, President Trump has every right to end DACA because DACA was a lawless executive order that unjustifiably took a congressional power from the Congress. I I mean, that's how DACA came about. Former President Obama could not get what he wanted from the Congress in relation to this matter. So Obama went bragging about how he's got a a pen and a phone, and all of a sudden he's doing something that can only be done by the Congress. For goodness sake, Obama himself has publicly admitted uh, that he did not have the authorization to do what he did with DACA. Uh, The guy who issued the DACA order himself has admitted he couldn't legally do it. So, of course, the Trump administration had every right to seek the rescinding of DACA. Yet, thanks to judicial activism, leftist judicial activism, Obama's lawlessness stands. Uh, With the lawlessness of a massive number of foreign criminals, illegal aliens, being allowed to continue to harm the United States and its citizens in various ways. And that was not the only egregious Supreme Court ruling from this past week. The court also changed a 1960s law allowing transgender individuals to now be included under the protection of a sexual discrimination law. Now, you might personally agree that transgender individuals should receive such protections, and and that's fine. You can feel however you want about that. But it is not the place of any court to make that change. Uh, Rather, this too would be a decision that is up to the Congress. Yet, the courts for openly leftist hacks, uh, along with that miserable failure, John Roberts, uh, and as well, normally constitutionalists, but inexcusably disappointing in this case, Neil Gorsuch, usurped the power of the legislative branch and made this decision on their own. Changing the law, something that no court is to do in the United States. So just in the past week, we had multiple notable egregious actions from the Supreme Court of the United States. Just as defund the police remains an active threat to U.S. law, so does judicial activism. And all of us, all of us decent law-abiding Americans must unite in opposition to all threats to the rule of law in this country. 
We need laws. We need laws to maintain order so that we have some semblance of consistency in this country. Uh, so everybody knows the rules that are to be played by, by all of us. We need laws. And if we totally lose our adherence to the rule of law, then our shared nation's legitimacy will also be lost. And that is something that possibly would never be regained. And for anyone who wants to weigh in, I would love to hear what you have to say. 920-406-1360-888-455-1360. Email John Muir Show at mwcradio.com. Text 79489. It is 919. This is the John Muir Show.